0: Well, Super Bowl Nuts, the Big D is back with a Super Bowl showdown. Yes, showdown episode of the Big D Podcast. Before i bring in Megan, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page where I'm I'm running faster than Usain Bolt in the uh, 100-meter dash a few years ago with uh, Super Bowl, UFC, you name it. Also, check out the uh, Big D Podcast for your audio listeners on Spotify and Apple. So when I so when my next guest usually is on, we we usually talk tears. But uh, since there are no tears contents for the Super Bowl, I figured we talk showdown. So Megan, we're not talking tears. We're talking Super Bowl showdown. Does this feel odd?
1: Well, yes and no. Um, while well, I love tears and do a ton of tears content, I also absolutely love showdown. I love the niche contest. I love the showdown, the tears, the short slates. Um, so this is in my wheelhouse too. Um, I actually split for another uh, tied for first in the Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl two years ago. So, you know, maybe maybe Chiefs is my ticket to to winning this showdown, and that's what my hope is. Um, so yeah. we'll see.
0: Wait a minute. You you split what? What did you split?
1: I I I chopped a, one of the tournaments on DraftKings. I mean, I chop. I mean, it was like a major major chop. Um, if you look back have- at the Super Bowl two years ago, it was a massive chop at the top. Um, it wasn't. Mine particularly wasn't in like the the Millie Maker contest. It was in a different contest. But um, but yeah, I chopped a tournament for first place. Um, I could. I remember the lineup like it was yesterday. Um, but um, so it was, it was definitely duplicated. But uh, but definitely fun to win a Super Bowl showdown I'm looking to run it back because that was the last time the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl two years ago, and maybe they're my ticket to winning it this year. So, <laughs> Coincid- coincidence?
0: Coincidence? I hope. I hope. <laughs> so, um, we've seen like classics, classic slates, two slates, but could you explain what a showdown slate is?
1: Sure. Um, for those that aren't, you know. Um, experience with the showdown format um basically you're drafting on DraftKings six players one in the captain and the captain you're paying 1.5 times the salary you're also getting 1.5 times their fantasy points um but <clears throat> you have to obviously take that in mind paying 1.5 times the salary if you're taking one of the expensive top guys that'll obviously you know, give you less money to spend with the rest of your five flex players. So, you know, there's a lot of nuances to it. Um, You know, it's it's not always just, oh, the highest scoring captain goes in the top. Not necessarily if a lot of optimal guys um, get there or a lot of um, higher priced guys get there. You may need somebody cheaper who has success price per dollar in the top to allow you to get everything you need to hit the optimal. So, a lot of nuances um and interesting strategies um, you know, that that can be applied to showdown contests for sure.
0: What are the strategies that you have that you have used for showdowns in in the past? Uh,
1: you know, I think I think one of the strategies, I mean, again, in showdown, you know, you want to, There, there is a definitely a chance, as I mentioned with my Super Bowl lineup two years ago, that you will duplicate, you know, because again, you're only talking about six positions, right? And um, that's okay, you know, some people don't want to duplicate at all, and they want to have a super unique lineup, and they they may play guys that, you know, are sub 5% owned, but they're also those guys' likelihood of being on the optimal lineup is also very low percentage. So you have to weigh that out. How do you want to play? You know, obviously if you want to be more of a cash game player or a single entry player, you're gonna play more of the optimal plays. If you wanna be more entering the Millie Maker contest, you do, you may want and you don't want to chop with a lot of people, you may want to play some, you know, sub 10% owned guys. Um, if you are kind of fine in the Millie Maker, you know, it, maybe you do like a hybrid and you have some that are a little more contrarian and some that aren't. So there's a lot of different strategies um I kind of apply that to like if I'm single single entry 3 max type smaller field contest, you know, I'll play more of the optimal plays or optimal captains. If it is a, a big millimaker maker contest, I w- might be more contrarian in my captain or if my kid, captain is, you know, more optimal, I may get more contrarian in strategies. You know, different strategies you can use you can overload one team. You could leave money on the table. Um, you could fade a major player. I mean, certainly fading, you know, a, um, a Jalen Hurts or Travis Kelsey or both would make you incredibly contrarian in this slate. So, um, you know, does that feel scary? Of course. But like, are there ways that they can't get there? Yeah. So, you know, you just those are the kind of things that you can do to be contrarian. Um, in, in again, in the big field and hope that if what you think happens, you know, then then you might gain an edge. The other the other thing, biggest thing about showdown for new showdown players is you're telling a story. So like every lineup I build in that particular lineup is telling a story. Some might be that the Chiefs win. Some might be that the Eagles win. Some might be that it's a low scoring game. Some might be it's high scoring. Some might be, you know, and it's all how you play. Some people may want to, you know, do all their lineups where they say the Chiefs are winning by, you know, 20 points or something like that. Then that that's, it's again, it's your choice. It's how you want whatever your portfolio is, 1, 3, 20, 150, you decide how you want that portfolio to be broken up. I like to kind of hedge my bets usually unless I have an incredibly strong stance and usually build different lineups for different game scripts basically.
0: You know, we've seen op- we've seen uh, optimal. I mean, um, all these uh, websites, whether it be Fantasy Labs, uh, Stochastic, Run the Sims. Uh, I'm sure they're all uh, rotor grinders. they're probably eight million sites where you can get like Showdown or any DFS advice. But what's the website you use for Showdown?
1: Well, I mean, I work for fanspeak.com and um, RunPure Sports. So obviously those are my two. I, I put content out on both fanspeak.com and RunPure Sports. RunPure Sports is a daily fantasy website. Um, they have some free content, but there is a lot of subscription-based. So I use um, uh, RP at Run Pure is is my main go-to. But yeah, there's, there's you know, you find the option that's, that's right for you. Um, but yeah, I use uh, RunPure as my daily fantasy.
0: Go to. So uh, talk about the, some of the content. So uh, let me let me explain some of these contests total price because uh, it seems like everybody likes money. I heard uh, something yesterday. Well, like the um, the U.S. is going to bet like sixteen not I saw billion that. dollars but sixteen billion dollars on the Super Bowl. I saw that tweet. That's yeah, I saw that. Well. There's a ton of money in these DFS contests. I mean, that's $15 million maker. There's a $4, $4,444, million, not a million, million, million maker. There's a wildcat with $1.5 million, $1.2 million play action, all these contests. But Megan, what, what contests are you going to play on Super Bowl Sunday?
1: Yeah, I'm still deciding which ones outside the Millie Maker contest, the $15 one. Um, I think I'm going to, you know, I probably do. I usually do about 20 entries. That's what I do for these niche contests for tiers for showdown, that kind of stuff. Cause I'm not, I like hand building, you know, and I can't hand build obviously 150 lineups. Um, nor do I, nor do I want to, um,
0: um, 150 cups of coffee. Yeah, 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 exactly. So no,
1: I, I, um, I usually build around 20, but on each side, I, I do play on FanDuel as well. So, um, and so I, I need to decide how many, you know, um, outside of the Millie Maker I'll be doing in the different single entry, because I do want some in the single entry three max um, type contest too. And I'm deciding which one of those I'm still deciding to be quite honest of which one of those and how many I'm doing outside of uh, my bullets at the uh, at the big one at the big $15 um, obviously flagship contest.
0: Yeah, to be honest, I'm still deciding. I'm thinking I'm gonna enter the $1.2 million play action. I'm gonna 20 max, I'm gonna max that. Is that
1: the three dollar entry? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'll probably have that too. That and the Millie Maker and then the 15 and then the and then um and then try this, some of those single entries is what and three maxes. Five max is what I'm trying to decide on. Yeah. There's some good ones there though that have some like nice um, prize structures, um, you know, flatter payouts and that kind of stuff. And, you know, something, if you're worried about like, Oh, what if I hit the nuts, you know, lineup and I have it in something where I'm in the single entry. Well, you could put it in, like, I'm just giving an example a $15 single entry that has a nice flatter payout structure, but in case it is that crazy lineup, you could also like put it in the $3 too, you know? And uh, let me tell <laughs> yeah, the uh,
0: 12, yeah, I think there's a $12, single entry where yeah i think there's multiple twelve dollars the entries. winner where one winner gets like 20 grand but like 10 place gets two grand so that one so that that's
1: a nice flatter payout yeah
0: yeah that is a way better payout structure because let me tell you some of these structures all to put it mildly i'm not going to say
1: well, they're very top heavy uh, you know you're you're playing for first um and that and a lot of the showdown contests like it, when you're playing the big flagship tournaments of it you're playing for first and that's why people talk about getting unique and you know even being un- unique if you did get first and so because that's why if someone if a unique lineup beats out like a train of people you know then that train of people is not going to make as much money because the unique lineup's going to win the top prize or unique a couple few unique lineups and then the if you're chopping with more people you know that that's how that whole discussion comes into showdown
0: are there any are there any conscience that you will that you try and stay away from
1: uh when it comes to super bowl you know our last shot at at it for the nfl season um no, I mean I, I I think there are some people that don't have an interest in playing in in like the what they some people call the lotto, you know, because because it's so top heavy, but I still like shooting for the lotto um but also again playing some some you know smaller field or
0: single entry three max as well. So I want to have that right balance basically. So I mean ultimately how much you th- how much money you think you're going to put on Super Bowl showdown lineups between DK
1: Fanduel. oh i'm still deciding still deciding i gotta 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 think it through i i truly am i truly am still deciding how much i want to outlay what my diversification is on each site how you know how much in the millie maker um how much in the single entry i truly am still deciding but we still got like you know three or four days so that's good
0: how much is fan what is Fanduel's millie maker uh i believe
1: their millie makers five dollars um but more people a lot more people um, what's and, the,
0: what's the uh how much how much of the total price does first place get
1: there Um, what? Per- oh, I don't know what percent. I don't have it pulled up, but.
0: I mean, what's what's the uh, total price for when they uh Fanduel Millie maker?
1: Oh, let me pull it up right now. Um, let's see here, Fanduel millimaker Maker. Which my computer's being slow. Is. It's the big game. Bull six hundred and eleven thousand entries. Five dollar, oh,
0: five dollar. Oh, must be a third.
1: Yeah, five dollar entry fee. Um, but it, but the first place is a million.
0: Must be three million dollar prize bull. Well, so that means first place gets a third of it. Probably. How much does tenth place get there? Um,
1: I'm pulling up now. Of course, I'm getting all these. Um, you know, trying to get me to enter everything right now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's actually two, well, because it's Super Bowl 57, it's 2.57 million Big Game Bowl, 1 million to first. Okay. Um, um and so first place a million second place a hundred thousand third place fifty thousand yeah all these tournaments that's why people call them the lottos all these tournaments are incredibly top heavy and and again that's why you're shooting for your you know some uniqueness and and um in the big fields and and some contrarian stands in the big fields
0: yeah, one thing one thing that I've seen in like Super Bowl contest, Super Contests or any showdown contest, whether it be the season opening Millionaire Maker or Super Bowl Su- Super Bowl Sunday, is that people want to use a quarterback captain because they think, oh, he's gonna he's one he'll score me one and a half times the points, but he costs one and a half times. the As much. The problem with that, though, is generally if a quarterback not named Lamar Jackson plays, well, now maybe it's different in this game because Jalen Hurts could run for 350. I mean, could throw for 350 and run for 150 or even Mahomes could do could be Pat. Mahomes is Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. But but. Is there, do you set a limit on how much you quarterback captain? Because I feel like one of the mistakes people make is over captaining quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think people used to do it a lot more and people have pulled back. You know, the, the field continues to get incredibly sharp with all these sites year after year, you know, um, helping them along the way there. There's a lot of good content out there and and people, you know, continue to get sharper and sharper. So I think they used to captain quarterbacks a lot more than they, they do recently. Um, I haven't as much recently. I mean, I will say with this super bowl, you could captain either quarterback and make a case, certainly make a case for either. Um, I certainly think in a single entry and three max, that's gonna be more common. Um, because obviously it's safer, right? You know, um, you know, there's a floor, there's a better floor there with those guys. And and then of course there's still a huge ceiling there. Um, so yeah, I I don't do it near as much as I used to either. Um, don't do it a lot. Um, and probably only would in smaller field this week on Sunday.
0: I mean, do you will you set a lemon because will you set a lemon on like how often you quarterback you quarterback the lineup because if you're doing like a twenty max, I mean, what do you think the what do you I mean, I'm I don't want to over captain a quarterback, but I feel wrong if I don't have one of hurts and Mahomes?
1: yeah, no, especially I will say especially on Fanduel, you'll find quarterbacks the more optimal there because they don't have the half point PPR excuse me, it is half point PPR. It's not full point PPR. It, you don't get bonuses, you know? So, you know, it's not like the receivers or running backs are getting bonuses there. So you'll find a quarterback captain optimal more often on Fanduel than you will Jackings. That's just a flat point to make. Um, as far as a rule. No, I don't have a rule other than I would probably only do it in my single entries or again single entry and three man that would be my rule so i that i wouldn't do it in the the, the bigger field contest the lotto's the big field contests um except on Fanduel, i may because again that way it, it it can be a lot more optimal there so um i know a lot of disclaimers there but yeah i mean i, I would say if you're running 20 lineups um you know it, again it's your st- it's got to be your stand on how you see this game playing out too right you know like yeah you can look at projections and that that's how that's how showdown is and that's where that's honestly where we we as players can still find an edge is there's there's projections projections out there there's um you know all that you're going to listen to a lot of shows this week with a lot of takes but what's your stand you know do you think you know Mahomes is going to have a big game and be the MVP do you think Jalen Hurts is and vice versa you know if if you know, go with what you think. If you feel very strongly about Hurts, then obviously wait some more captain, um, you know, lineups to him. If you feel more strongly about Mahomes, do that. Um, but yeah, I would, I especially um, if you're running 20, yeah, I would allot some, a couple to the quarterback position, but like you said, not overdo it.
0: All right, let's break down the rosters. Uh, I can't. Oh, wait, let me see if I can. Can, can. so uh, let's start uh, with the um, Chiefs. I mean, Mahomes sixteen five. We know what he can do. Uh, Pat. Uh, Mahomes is great. Kelsey. We know what Kelsey can do. But other than Mahomes and Kelsey, who would be your favorite Chief player? The captain.
1: That's a great question because the running back situation makes me nervous. They've activated Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, oh
0: no, are we going to, are we going to have this headache like Sean McVay last year with the Rams?
1: Yeah, yeah, I have that. So I don't know. I mean, I may. I was initially interested in Pacheco. Um, Uh, you know and McKinnon was very good to me at the end of the season and then for some reason they haven't been utilizing him in the playoffs so that's very odd to me what's going on there but then you know you have two weeks of Andy Reid to dial up you know plays and if his receivers are more limited maybe he uses both Pacheco and McKinnon so I go back and forth honestly on the Chiefs running back situation do I just stay away because it's too crowded and unclear and hope it's just and just hope then that not one gets there and they kind of you know, eat into each other's production or do, or do I make a stand and say, oh, I really like Pacheco. I really think McKinnon could bounce back and, and Andy Reid could dial up some, some plays for McKinnon. So I'm honestly still deciding about them. Um, But I'm a little, I'm a nervous about that just because it's a crowded room now. I, I don't think Edward slair is going to be very involved to, to, at this point, but like, you know, who, who knows? Um, So I don't have a ton of interest um at this point but with that said you know by the end of the week i could try to say oh i'm gonna make a stand i'm gonna have be overweight on mckinnon i'm gonna be overweight on pacheco i'm still deciding there um i certainly think that you can make a case for juju if you find out he's healthy if he if you think he could run in the slot um i think uh that could be a possibility uh with hardman out um i think they manufacture touches for tony i think that's an option the one i don't have as much interest in is MVS. um while he had a great game the last week the perimeter cornerbacks for the eagles are fantastic so you know it's hard to see him get there against the eagles cornerbacks if we're just looking at data and matchups i don't that's not appealing to me so i'd say i'd have you know maybe a little interest in one of the chiefs running backs you know um don't know who yet um Maybe some interest in Juju or um, Tony, still deciding that. But actually, the sleeper could be Sky Moore. If we find out there's any limitations for Juju, Smith-Schuster, or Kadarius, Tony, you know, you got to think Sky Moore's been getting a lot of practice reps with Mahomes, and he's cheap. He's 3.8K on DraftKings. So I'd say he could be a salary saver for me that could be a little bit lower-owned, But again, you got to wait to see, you know, what practice reports, injury reports, you know, is looking like towards the end of the week. Um, Because he is a rookie and quite honestly, he was not used near as much as we all thought he would. In best ball season, everybody was drafting Sky Moore and he did not. Yep, me too. Yeah, didn't help your best ball roster at all. Didn't do crap this year, but, you know, he was used a little more in the last playoff game when a lot of the receivers were going down. You know, is he getting some work with Mahomes? Does Andy Reid have something dialed up for him? If his receivers are more limited, other receivers are more limited, you know, could be interesting. So I'm sorry I don't have a definitive answer there, but the Chiefs, you know, situation outside of Kelsey is incredibly murky at best. And so, you know, I think it's going to be a a lot of Kelsey for me and then filling in some shots on, you know, a Tony here, a Sky Moore here, a Juju here, maybe one of their running backs here or there.
0: Uh, be honest. If I'm playing a chief running back, especially in a captain spot, it's probably going to be McKinnon because uh, until, except for the AFC championship game, Pacheco did piddly poop in the receiving game.
1: Yeah, he did get a, a lot of catches, more receiving work in the championship game. You're right. And then you're, you're right. Before that, it was just rushing. So, yeah, what's it going to be? You know, it's, it, it's hard. <laughs> I
0: mean, based on what, how I think the game goes, I think the Eagles are going to put a lot of pressure on Mahomes. And McKinnon will be in safety blank. And so maybe in that James White, Shane Green role where he could get like eight, nine, ten t- t- targets.
1: That would be nice. I mean, I don't know. I played a, a ton of them the last two weeks hoping for that. And it didn't happen. But that's the thing with showdown is, you know, coaches change the game plans week to week. So, you know, you definitely make a good case where it could happen, you know. Um, so I, I definitely see a
0: case for that, for sure. I will say I, I will say uh, I don't really like MVS this week because everybody's going to look at what he did last week, first right. of all. I think, you, first off, one of us could have been Cincinnati's defensive back because the Bengals' DPs couldn't stop a fly. And two, Juju, Hardman, and Tony were all out at various stages. Yep. Of the game. So he's oh, yeah. going to get a huge talk of love. This game, he doesn't have the Bengal corners on the other side. He's got – uh, Darius Slade and James Bradbury, no, mm-hmm. not exactly two scrums.
1: Nope, no, very difficult matchup.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's a better Juju spot because he might. I mean, if you're playing Juju, maybe you hope that uh Travis Kelsey corners about nine men over the middle.
1: Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. He, he hasn't done much product. He hasn't had much in the way of production at all this end of the season, but he did earlier in the season. And, you know, um, if he can get healthy, he's going to need to be another target for Mahomes.
0: Okay. For the Eagles, I think there are a couple interesting captain wide receivers. I mean, AJ Brown was a monster until the last couple of weeks, but you look at it, the Eagles haven't really needed to throw the ball much. Against Kansas City with Mahomes on the other side, I think this is i think this is a good spot for A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I mean, we saw Devontae Smith. I'm sure people in Santa Clara were still arguing he dropped the ball where we know right. he dropped the ball. But I think this is a good spot for both A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. So what do you feel?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, typically, you know, the nice thing is the Eagles' target share is way more condensed than the Chiefs in that it's just those three guys, really, right? It's um, Devonta Smith, AJ Brown, and then of course Dallas Goddard at tight end. Um, you know, I typically because of Hertz's rushing too, and the Eagles' willingness to want to run, you don't typically see two or three going with hurts um it's usually just one or two so I think you have to decide the right one or two but again we haven't had to see them throw as much a ton this season because they haven't played much that's been the whole narrative right they haven't played anybody so you know um going up against Mahomes maybe throw more yeah I mean maybe to get there which two I don't know um who has the best matchup I know I've read that he um Since coming back from his injury, he has thrown more successfully to the left side of the field where Devonta Smith runs its routes, his routes. But listen, you know, Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown are both absolute studs. If you told me, you know, either one went off, you know, I would not be surprised. So, you know, I think you could certainly make a case for both of them. Um, And so I want exposure to both of
0: them. Who would uh who would be one value you would want from either the Chiefs or the Eagles? potential potential cheap, maybe not a pump, but like a value play to open up those herds crazy herds lineups or maybe a expensive Mahomes stack?
1: Yeah, um, I'd say for the Eagles, since we were just talking about them. Um, I think it would actually be Kenny Gainwell. Um, I think he's around 5,000. Um, not super cheap. I mean, you could go all the way down to Boston Scott, but he seems to just be running pure on touchdown variants. Um, so I don't know about that. Um, you know, um, you are saving some money there, but I'd probably go Kenny Gainwell just because, um, he's, he's just been utilized and sure. It it's, it's in like, Um, you know, a lot of these blowouts, both Gainwell and Scott are getting utilized in a lot of these blowouts. And I don't think this is going to be a blowout. In fact, I'm, I'm actually on the chief side, but, um, but I, with that said, I still think out of the two, they trust Gainwell, Gainwell will get, you know, on the field and Gainwell could see some usage, um, no matter what the game script is. So gain well on the Eagle side for me. And I'll go ahead and say sky more on the chief side, just because he's, I believe 3.8 K, you know, that's a decent salary savings. You're not going all the way down to that. Justin Watson punt range where, or Noah gray, you know, sure. Could one of those guys get there for their price? I guess, you know, it just feels flukier, um, you know, and, and, and uh, yeah, I, I, quite honestly, it's just, it's just tougher to trust. But I mean, those are the kind of plays in showdown that can hit and help you win. Um, I just don't like to do those type of plays a ton. So I would say it would be Sky Moore in the hopes that, you know, we kind of got a lot of targets the last game when people were out. Hopefully he's gotten a lot of work with Mahomes in practice and, um, you know, just whatever the receiver's situation is. Hopefully, you know, he's getting some um, usage, more usage again in the Super Bowl. So I'd say Sky Moore for the Chiefs.
0: Uh, I, I like Boston Scott at 3k because uh, what yeah. he scored three touchdowns his last three games,
1: yeah, yeah. So, does he keep doing that? that that's you know pretty wild, but he could. So, you know, at 3k, um,
0: he, he <laughs> would if they were playing the Giants, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I think- no. I- and then I know maybe may be cheaper than that, but maybe Quez Watkins at uh what is he 4- four fourteen hundred, right?
1: Yeah, you're saving a lot of money with Quez Watkins to me. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of people that do the Hertz Captain are gonna feel they have to go down there to save money. <laughs> Listen, it could work, but since um Dallas Goddard's come back, it's really the target share has really been between those three. Brown, Devonta Smith, Goddard, and Quez Watkins and Pascal are kind of you know, very tertiary, you know, um, afterthought targets. Um, but, you know, it, again, it's a one game sample size. Um, you know, he catches one long, I think his adot's pretty good. He catches one long one and he could pay off that salary. Um, again, I don't think I'll do a ton of it just because it feels thinner to me, but I, I get people's cases for it to save money.
0: What is the best advice you have for showdown, for showdown players? Um, The best advice
1: I would say is kind of what I touched on earlier, but to to really sum it up is just to tell the the story that you think is going to happen. Like every lineup should tell a story and you'll hear that if you listen to other showdown content. This is nothing, I'm not breaking any, you know, new groundbreaking showdown, you know, um, strategy, but you should be telling a story. It shouldn't just be like, I'm throwing in all the optimal guys or I'm throwing in a couple optimal, a couple cheap guys. Like the lineup should tell a story and make sense about how you think the game is going to play out. So, and again, if you, you know, hedge your bets, if you don't, if you're not, if you, you know, if you want to, again, build some lines where you think Eagles win, build some lines where you think Chiefs win, build some lineups where, One wins by a lot, build some lineups where one wins by a little, you know, tell the story of, you know, who you think is going to win around, you know, what the total will be and that lineup should kind of support what that story would be. And sometimes it doesn't always have to be like, oh, the winning team is going to have to be the captain and more of the players you know, sometimes it can be the losing team, you know, you have four of those players and it's just they got there on volume. So, but you still it still has to make some kind of sense. Um, so that would be my my biggest advice is make sure every lineup you're building tells a story.
0: All right, Megan. So thanks for telling your story with me today. Hopefully I'll suit the showdown line so bring us uh will bring us dessert in the desert.
1: Yeah, I like that pun. Very nice. I agree.